Friends, feathered. feathered. Fine friends on this day. Oh no, you're all you all have feathers. If you're listening, you now have feathers because Derek said We're so. bird people now. <laughs> you all want to be bird people with me, right? Let's go. Let's go fly. I'm ready to be bird person. <laughs> I'm ready to fly. That sounds neat. Actually, I am Phoenix person. I'm not bird person anymore, so <laughs> I uh I'm Keenan. <laughs> I am Phoenix person. And today on True Neutral, I don't know why I'm presenting it like we're going to announce yeah. what we're talking about because yeah. we don't do that. No, we don't. How's your week been? Um, my week has been okay. Um, but today in particular, I actually had a lot of fun. My mom um came and picked me up when I got off of work. And we went around and we did some boring shit, you know, we paid some bills, went and uh, did some shopping, picked up some wine for her house and things like mm-hmm. that, you know, to basic, you know, yep. day-to-day things. Yep. And then um, my little brother was still asleep, and um, so my mom and I decided we haven't gone out and just enjoyed ourselves in a while, just me and her. Let's go yep. do something that her and I have always enjoyed. So we went to our local bookstore, and books too. Hell yeah. Um, and did a thing that my mom and I have loved to do ever since I was a small child, and just perused all of the books in the bookstore, looked for things that we might like and whatnot like that. Um, and me being me, of course, I went to right directly to the science fiction and fantasy section of the bookstore, and yes. I started looking for my favorite authors and my favorite things to read that I haven't read in a long time, and I did not find a whole lot out of my favorite authors while I was there. <laughs> I found some, right. but not the things I was looking for. However, what I did find, and I'm going to show you here uh, in person, uh. I've, I, I've kept it secret because I didn't want to spoil anything, but... <laughs> I found a book, Mutant 59, The Plastic Eaters, a classic 1972 sci-fi book. I've never heard of it before. (laughs) I'm assuming it's going to be cheesy and amazing and beautiful, and it's only 250 pages, and I'm going to read it this weekend, and I will come back with thoughts on this, because... I am very excited. This book cost me, like, $3 at the bookstore, and I'm doing a thing. (laughs) London is melting? Why? One man and one woman search for the scientific key to a fiery holocaust that is consuming the city and is capable of infecting the world. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am very ex- exciting. Actually. I am. I am quite excited for it. Who doesn't like a title like Mutant Fifty Nine, The Plastic Eaters? <laughs> I'm so good. Um, <laughs> so Library Guild Magazine apparently on the front cover it says to if if the for the full quote says the most riveting novel of speculative fiction since the Andromeda Strain. Oh. Now, I have not read The Andromeda Strain, however, I have read a synopsis of it, and I've <laughs> read quite a few reviews. I've never been able to get my hands on a copy, and you know me. I'm not an audible person. I read physical books. Right. Like, that's just how I am. Right. So I have not read The Andromeda Strain, but I know about it, I know what it's about, and I know that I've read a lot of reviews about this book, and pretty much all of the reviews, except for people that don't like science fiction and decided to read it anyways, <laughs> they've all been very positive. The Andromeda Strain is a very classic, amazing sci-fi book. All right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it got turned into a film at one point. 
Um, to do a short quote from the San Francisco Chronicle. <laughs> now, bear in mind, this is a. We're ni- just doing a book review. No, this is a it. this is a print from 1973. This is a second edition print. The first edition was made in 1972, and this one was made in 73. So this is a second edition print of this book. I'm very excited to own this book. I don't know if you can tell. Um. But the San Francisco Chronicle says, part science, part speculation, all thriller. <laughs> and you know what? I am very excited to read this book. I, right. I cannot tell you how excited I am to to put this 250-page book into my brain and tell all of you all about it, whether or not you want to hear about it, because I'm excited about it. All right. Um... So so that was a really big moment of my day. I um, oh, yeah. also went to our local game store. My mom and I went and perused the local game store while we were out and about. I found a really fun little... Um, so you know like the little uh, PlayStations that they come out with, the USB Connect uh, PSXs that they have? Oh, yeah, they yeah. have the original, like 30 original PlayStation yeah. games on them. We found a little NES um, thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you have the SNES version. They have a, a NES version yeah. over at Gameplay right now. Um, they actually have two versions of it. One is weird, and it's neon pink, which I oh. like. But, no, the neon pink is the accent to color to the really weird, shitty turquoise blue. Oh, that's good, though. It's like a it's like a dark turquoise blue and then neon pink over the the top. And oh, that's good. I really don't like it. I and like then the right next that. to it in another box, they have a classic color gray, black, and white with the red buttons one, yeah, yeah. and that's the one I want. Fair. Um, I The hot pink, obviously, for me, jumped right out at me, and I was like, ooh, pink! And then I realized there was all this ugly turquoise around it, and I was like, no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Like this? Um, darker. It was a deeper turquoise than that. Okay. Um, I know that doesn't give any explanation for you guys, and I apologize. But there's nothing I can do about that. Um, however, um, it's only $25 over there for oh. a little USB Nintendo system that plays nice. like 30 Nintendo games. And it's got like Joust and Mario and Double Dragon and shit. Sounds cool to me. Oh, yeah. I would play the hell out of it. Yeah. I thought it'd be fun. Like, I wasn't able to get one, but I want to go back and grab one for me and my kid to play. Yeah. That would be really cool. Oh, yeah. um, All of those games and more are on the Switch with the online service, so you know. I also found while I was in there, and this is a thing for only me that only I really appreciate. My Mm -hmm. little brother laughed at me. And said it was a waste of money before he realized how excited I was about it. Because um, <laughs> my mom was explaining, he's like, yeah, that sounds like a waste of money for me. And my mom goes, oh. And she looks at me and I was like, I was so excited. <laughs> like, I was so happy. But I found a little two and a half, maybe three inch tall figurine of Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, the the pixelated one. The pixelated one yeah, in the I saw original that. box, and it's only thirteen dollars, and it's unopened in the box, and I want it. He's <laughs> so cool. That's so my thing. Yeah. I would love. I would probably even take him out of the box. It's not like I'm going to keep him for resale. Right. He's mine right. forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I I don't I don't like things staying in the box. That's weird for me. Yeah. Like, I understand it from a certain point of view. If you're that kind of collector, and you're like... From a certain point of view. Yeah, well, it's like that thing where... Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, yes. (laughs) But no, it's like that thing where, like, if you know it's going to be valuable one day. Like, 
say <laughs> maybe your dad had been that weird kid that never opened a, a Star Wars action figure from right. the 80s, 70s, or you know what I mean? Yeah. And he gave it the to 90s you. The 90s when they were all buff. Yeah, when it, whatever. And then <laughs> one of those original one-of-a-kind at this point kind of things, still pristine in the box or whatever. He was one of those people. Right. And then he gave that to you when you got old enough that well, he yeah, thought you were that, mature that, for That's it. a very specific circumstance, but there are a lot of people who just go out and buy them. For yeah. To, well, to I, I like use that. that, for instance, because I am also a person that I don't care if it's a collectible. It's mine, and I want to advertise it in my own way, so yeah. I take it out of the box. Yeah. Um, however, my dad, when in the mid-90s, when Tomb Raider became a big thing mm-hmm. um, on the original PlayStation, they made Tomb Raider action figures, and my dad bought an, an original Tomb Raider action figure, and it came with, like, um, her pistols were separate, and there was, like, th- her, both of her pistols, and then the Uzis, and then another gun, and there was, like, there was a couple of things in this box, and it right. was not big, but, you know... Um, it was like Laura Croft and her accessories, pretty right. much. And um, he kept it in its original box for literally ever. Like, he never took it out of the box. And I think it is now lost to the sands of time. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> but if that had been gifted to me, that would have been something that was like, my dad chose to not open this, and therefore I shall choose to not open this. Right, right. Um, which may or may not eventually add value to it. You know, some of these things people think, well, oh, this will be a collector's item one day, and it's not. And then sometimes you get the McDonald's Batman glass mugs that (laughs) now sell for ridiculous amounts of money. As long as you have the specific character that you need. There's a couple of them that are really common, and some of the, there's like two that are really rare. Okay. I had most of those when I was a kid, and then I realized as a slightly younger adult than I am now, about five years ago, that some of those are worth a lot of fucking money. <laughs> and they came with your Happy Meal at McDonald's. <laughs> and they were literally a glass mug. I used them to drink hot cocoa out of when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. crazy. Well, that's, that's, that's the reason a lot of those things get to be so valuable, is because they are handed out to kids. Kids throw them away or break them, or adults are like... Whatever, get rid of that shit, and then there's like five left in the world because nobody took care of them or nobody yeah. kept them. So McDonald's gave away glass mugs. Yeah, they also with meals. sold spaghetti at one point. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. Mm. It's crazy. Anyways, that's kind of been my week. How how was your week been? My di- my today was very eventful. I had a very good day today. It was a lot of fun. I yeah. found a lot of cool shit. My mom and I had a really fun time. Oh yeah, uh, my week's been. Fine. Yeah, it's been fine. That's it. Okay. Um, I got. I've been playing some games. Just been hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also beat Fallen Order last night. Oh yeah. I officially completely beat it. Um. Mild spoilers for a second. I have to ask Keenan a question. <laughs> Why does Cal Kestis... Did you find it odd at all that Cal Kestis, when Seer knights him, she uses it does with a Sith blade? 
Uh, is that weird to you? Because that feels fucking weird. Especially because she already has such a weird connection to the dark side herself. And then using Trilla's blade that he stole from her. And now she's a Sith Inquisitor to knight him as a Jedi Knight. Like, I don't know. Like, and they it, like they play it off as if, like, it's, oh, she just knighted him. Like, she upgraded him within the Jedi ranks or whatever. And... And if that is the case, then I guess fine. But it feels really weird to me that she is, like, her... She act, she actively had a hand in turning her Padawan to the dark side. Right. She herself has had enough brushes with the dark side that she cut herself off from the Force until the end of the game to, like, not be part of it because she doesn't trust herself and then when she decides to knight him she doesn't use his own jedi blade to do it she uses trilla's sith blade to do it so i think i think it's fair to have that reservation and that might be foreshadowing because there is a sequel coming um but i don't think so i think that was more symbolic of her using her padawan's blade using yeah and i can see the, both sides the, the recovered padawan's blade the one she lost yeah there's 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 a poetry in that and george lucas would absolutely love that i yes yes i agree and i see that it just struck me as so odd with all of the references to her being so attached to the dark side even like at the end of the game her like fighting against vader with the dark side and then him like commenting very much about how strong she is with the dark side of the force and how good of an inquisitor she would make i also love that vader in in this version of tales is not interested in making a second at all (laughs) no plans for him to be overthrown anywhere in the near future i don't need an apprentice you know what i do need though Uh, these people i need a police force you still get lightsabers technically you're just not a sith no you're inquisitors it's You're like all below me. It's like being a Jedi me, yeah. Padawan, and the only way to become a Jedi Master is for one of the other Masters to die. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, so I do have something. In to that talk way, about, I though. guess Anakin did make his own version of the the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. In in that kind of sense of things, he. He brought balance, and he made his own version of the Jedi. Not balance. That's a matter of perspective. Everyone under his rule was happy, were they not? No, they were all living in fear and wanting to overthrow him. Um, One of them, spoilers for, I think, uh, The Mandalorian or The Book of Boba Fett. Or uh, I never watched those. Yeah. One of those. One of the Star Wars shows, there's an Inquisitor hunting, I think it's actually for Obi-Wan. One of the Inquisitors is uh, trying to overthrow Vader the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did watch the opening episode of Obi-Wan, and I got that gist. But a- actually, no, it only felt like she was trying to... It, she's, uh... Sister... Five, I think, in in Obi-Wan. Anyway, most of them are, are either in fear or very, very angry, because that's what it takes to be in the dark side, or part of the dark side. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I do have some news this week. Okay, fair. Um... We have, uh, 
A new Pokemon trailer just came out. Oh, God, again? Yes. It's like Marvel. They just don't stop. What no. is happening? No, so Arceus was a separate thing. It was a, it was a, it was like a side well, game. It yeah, wasn't part of them. Yeah, and then we have Scarlet and Violet. Violet. That's that's the one that's coming out. So, Arceus is a side game. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. was a side game. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a main series game. Isn't that what Scarlet and Violet are? That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now. Okay. We're on the page. Yes. How much wine did you have before you got here? Two glasses. <laughs> Calm down, you. I, I've only had a sip out of this glass. This is just my brain not being able to figure things out. This is normal me. <laughs> well, then have more glasses. I'm working on it! <laughs> Alright, uh, but uh, it's the Paldea region. I'm excited to know the name. I don't know. Did that it, mean something to you? No, it's a new. it's a new region name. Okay. It's just a new region name. We know what the region's called. Okay. It's exciting. Uh, sure. It, we got to see the map. It's big. Yeah, that's good, I suppose. Yeah, we got to Is see... Is there it. a lot of space between towns? Uh, it doesn't... I Like, a. It doesn't? <laughs> I love... <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you said doesn't. I didn't know how to feel... I doesn't know how to feel about that. <laughs> Oh my god, I don't know how to... I just wanted to look at the... God damn it. Oh. Laptop difficulties. Yeah, I... So how about them Knicks? (laughs) There's a niche reference for you guys. Oh, that is a pretty big map. Man, I was expecting some weird, like, original Pokemon-style map that I could easily discern what's happening. I don't know why I thought that would be a thing, (laughs) but I... This is... What? Okay, I see one, two, three, four, five, six... (laughs) Um, I'm looking for towns, sorry. So, so, reportedly... Seven. I see seven towns, what looks like... Uh, I see... Um, what's that thing in Scotland, the circle? Stones. Stonehenge. I see what looks like Stonehenge on a beach. Um, maybe what's a, a small volcano up at the top, and definitely what's a giant crater with a whirlpool in it at the middle. Also, Mount Crumpet at the back there. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a pretty apt description of the map, I think. And seven cities, seven towns. You just didn't need to. Are you gonna just look up the Paldea map and look with us? No. (laughs) It was more fun to describe it. (laughs) This is why we're different people. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, it's your cat is judging us so hard right now. (laughs) Um, yeah, she. It's. Fuck. <laughs> Have I thrown off. off your groove? Yes. Sorry, you've thrown off the Emperor's groove. Okay, the <laughs> Paul Dia region? Yeah. And uh, so, apparently, it has the basic gym storyline, but it's also got two other storylines they're not revealing much about. Okay. Um, And the gym storyline, you can play the gyms in any order. I don't know how I feel about that. It's apparently a really open world concept is what they're going for. The legendaries that are on the cover, 
You seem to get like right away, and they're all your vehicles. I also don't know how. I don't know how I feel about that one personally. Um, but you have the ability to uh, uh, co-op, play with up to four people, which is pretty neat. <sighs> okay. I don't. I like. How does that work? I don't know, but. I am assuming it will go along with the open world concept. Y'all just tag team, beat up a gym leader, and steal a badge each. Like, yeah, fuck you, we beat you. Like it was four (laughs) against one. (laughs) I don't, I don't know if it's like that. Um, Here, look at this. This this is the flying. Like, yeah. So it doesn't. The screenshots don't even look good. Honestly, that looks like, like, like. PlayStation 2 era graphics almost. Yeah, it's not the the people have said that a few times actually. Yeah, somebody said it was like looking at a GameCube game. Yeah! No, that's what the actual fuck is happening. So hopefully it looks a little better by the time it's actually out. Is, is, do they have a release date? Yeah, it's a fuck. Um, is it soon? I think it's a... What's this called, by the way? This is Scarlet and Violet. Oh, it's Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. This is... They're just updated, or they're telling us more about how it's working. Yeah. I really don't know how I feel about this. I don't know (laughs) if I like this. November 18th. Oh. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah, if those are screenshots from the game and it's coming out in, like, fucking five, four months. Yeah. Oh. Mm, that's not good. That looked not good. <laughs> I am really excited still. I am excited to play with my little grass cat. That's None. fine, and I would be fine. Why can't you just... You have a really good aesthetic, Pokemon. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You have... And, and yes, it has evolved over the years, but I think you've done a good job of evolving it in a unique way with what you have going. Look at the things that, like, um, not only like with Arceus, but with your last few mainline titles where you're like, you were walking around that world and going through the grass and there were Pokemon walking around that you had to actively like fight. Like Arceus is definitely, I would say the prettiest of the games, but the other mainline games were already adapting these features in a way that mm-hmm. like was very good. This looks like a big step back to me. <laughs> it looks like a big fucking step back, and I... Mm. Yeah, that looks like I'm playing <laughs> a PS2 game in 4K. <laughs> that doesn't look good. Oh yeah, hopefully it's a little more refined by the time it comes out, but... I'm worried. I'm I also... Based on this information, I am very worried. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason. You have such... Like I said, you have such a good aesthetic. I loved... And maybe it's just me being that kind of, like, person that is afraid of change. Because I am. 
Wow, that's blocky. <laughs> um, and 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 you're and I don't like change as a journal writer. Ah! That's that's a fair thing to say about me. I'm one of those people that like I don't cat. like change. I, that was a, that was a cat that it's I made that cat. noise because of sorry. You can probably hear the dog in the background too. And it, it is. We might pause to let him out if he keeps it up. Yeah. Um, he was just out. Yeah. Right before but, you came here. Yeah, but I'm here now, and that's the thing. Yeah, see, and that screenshot looks good, but it's not hard for them to do touch-ups on that specific image of the three starters to make it look nice. Right. Well, I just, I don't know. It's I... Because I also am taking into account, look in the background of yeah. them, and how that looks like it is literally almost came out of Super Mario 64. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. The professors are both hot, though. So that's fun. In a... If Resident Evil were anime kind of way. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Make... make, They're they're Nintendo me characters in the Resident Evil anime aesthetic. (laughs) All right, that's absolutely fair. <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> now you'll never not see that. <laughs> I, I cannot. <laughs> Every um, time the male professor pops onto your screen, I want your brain to go, Chris Redfield. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> and the female one comes on and is like, Jill Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> Meet back here in five months where Keenan tells me he hates me and he doesn't want to play this game ever again. (laughs) It's a Pokemon game. I'm not going to stop playing about that. Um, No, that makes me worried. I I love the the top-down aesthetic. I love the old-school way the game's played. And updating the graphics and the gameplay mechanics to fit better for what you're able to do with the technology is fine but trying to take it in such a giant step in one direction and by doing so pulling yourself very far back even if it's just graphically like that is not a good move to make and yeah. it makes me worried see i don't i just i don't care that much about graphics like as long as it looks fine i'm fine with it like i just want new pokemon games I mean, and that's a fair point to have, and if you're okay with that, then you, you're, that, that's, that's fair. But we are in an age where games don't have to look like that anymore, and even modern Nintendo games look a hell of a lot nicer than that. Luigi's Mansion 3 looked great. And the the screenshots you just showed me looked like a dumpster fire. (laughs) In comparison to Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah, that's fair. Um, oh, I feel like there was other video game news I wanted to talk about, but I don't remember. <laughs> um, I am really excited to play. It looks, it looks interesting. Like, I am really confused about the legendary thing. I don't know how much I like the fact that you just kind of get them, it seems like. When yeah, that's always that's... been, like, a main storyline thing, and, like... 
And a, a challenge? Yeah, so... And beyond that, I kind of like... I, I, I like the idea of travel Pokemon, because it feels realistic, um, as far as the Pokemon world is concerned, and... Just making all of those the one legendary Pokemon means that either just you have that, or everyone has that, and either way it feels weird. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like you're playing into the natural part of the world anymore, you're, like, very suddenly the, the, the protagonist, once you've got that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely... Where instead of feeling like a, just a trainer in the world trying to make your way and then making your name as the Pokemon Master, like... I mean, I guess the way they can make this work, and the only feasible way that I can see that they make this work, is you have to take the James from Team Rocket approach. <laughs> yeah, the no, legit. The game has to start with you being like every other game you have to be a kid with no pokemon whatsoever and maybe like maybe you know the professor in your local area or whatever but then it has to progress to the point where you go out into the wild and instead of the classic you can't go into the wild without a pokemon you go into the wild and meet this pokemon and through then the power of Friendship, as James from Team Rocket has always done. He's never caught a Pokemon through battle. Right. He befriends them by talking to them and being nice and petting them and doing whatever the hell else James does to make Pokemon his friends. <laughs> He's really good at it. <laughs> he literally is the only trainer I've ever seen that does not battle Pokemon to catch them. He just befriends them. And they were like, yeah, I'll come with you. <laughs> like, that's cool. Ash does that a few times. A couple times, but not like James does. No, it's fair. It's usually like, hey, you saved my other Squirtle friend. Do you want to come? Can I come with you? I'll throw my shades off. Yeah. And then, so so I see maybe if, like, but that doesn't even work because they give you starter Pokemon. So, like, that throws my theory out of the water right then and there because we know what the starters are. Yeah. Because I'm like, if that's your first Pokemon, unless that is actually your technical first, and then you go show the professor, and so they then give you a Pokemon as well to go on your journey with. Which feels redundant. Yeah, so I, yeah, I just, I don't know how they're gonna do that, and, uh... Because that's the only way I can see it make doing that, and then making it feel good for the player. Yeah. As, as, as a long-time fan. Maybe as a first-time kid coming into Pokemon with this being your first game, it would be, they won't know any better. Right. But anyone that's played any other versions of this game is going to be like, wait, like, this is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm excited to play it, but I am hesitant about the, yeah, the legendary anyway i am anticipatory of uh the review (laughs) um i i have um a shorter story today it happened just recently actually the other day i happened to go out for uh, i didn't really feel like it but i ended up out anyway (laughs) um and one of the times i walked outside of the bar i found a group of people who um were smoking 
um, the 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 reefers. <laughs> and um, I walked outside and I was like, "Ooh, smells fucking good out here." And then classic. Uh, one of the girls. It was because it was like four girls and like two guys that were standing around passing a joint. One of the girls turns and she's like, "Because," and, and then I saw a different one of my friends. Because none of the group that was smoking reacted, and I was like, "Yeah, what? It's theirs. There, it's theirs, anyways. You yeah. know, they're they're allowed to keep it to themselves." So I turned and started talking to a different one of my friends that was standing outside, and then one of the girls leans over and taps me on the shoulder. She's like, "Sorry, what? What'd you just say?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, either there's a skunk or fuck. It smells fucking good out here." Mm-hmm. And um. And so I got invited in the circle, and I'm standing around smoking. And eventually, it got down to kind of like the roach of it. Mm. And everyone went back down into the bar to have another drink. And I was standing outside finishing it, because mm. I missed out on, like, the first part of it. You know, well, I got not? left with the roach. I may as well finish it. Yeah. And um, a guy who you may actually know, actually. and um, <laughs> Actually, no, actually. Yeah. And um, I even told him that I was part of a podcast. I didn't say who with. <laughs> But he gave me full use to use his name in this podcast. I don't remember his last name. He gave me first and last. (laughs) I don't remember his last name, but I'm sure you might be able to fill it in because he said he was going downstairs to crash his manager's party. And when I went downstairs, the party he was crashing was um, Topher and a few other. (laughs) So his name was Jared. Jared? Jared, maybe. Yeah. Blonde? Maybe I don't remember. I wasn't paying that much attention. Yeah. Just, just some kid, or whatever. But he Jared. walked up, and I was uh, Jared or Jared, Jared or Jared, something like that. We have both at the stores. I feel like he was darker haired. Okay, that was probably Jared. Yeah, I feel like he was darker haired, but I don't remember. No, 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 that feels right. I won't I fill like in that. a last name whether, so I yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, um. Darker haired. I want to say darker haired. But I uh, I was hanging out and he's like, he goes, and then he walked up. He's like, oh, it smells good. And I started laughing as I'm puffing. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh. And he pulls out a pen and he's like, you want? <laughs> I was like, yeah. My friend comes back over from her car and um, she had gone, she had a box of Cheez Its in her car. Right? Right. And, um, she came back and she had a mouthful of Cheez-Its when she walked up and she's like, I got Cheez-Its, <laughs> but it came out sounding like I am Cheez-Us. <laughs> and he turned around and he's like, what did you say? You're Cheez-Us. And she said, what? No. And I cut her off. I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's Cheez-Us. And we're here to represent. And I grabbed the box. I'm like the good book of Cheez-Its. <laughs> Would you like to become part of our religion? And I got an immediate follower on. He's like, hell yeah, I want to be part of the fucking religion of Jesus. (laughs) And by the end of the night, I had gained about four followers in in the great religion of Jesus. Following the good book of Cheez-It. That's fantastic. All, what, 25 flavors? I have, like I have no idea. Why would I know how many flavors of cheese it there are? I don't know. Pepper Jack one's the best. They're fucking bomb as shit. <laughs> Pepper I mean, Jack loves Fraggle Rock. I love Cheez-Its. Like, I, and, and this is not a lie, and I'm not sponsored by Cheez-It in any way, but Cheez-Its are fucking delicious. They are the best cheese cracker, like, on the market. I 
I don't know why. I think it's because the amount of sodium in them, and my body just loves a good lot of salt. Like, I crave salt all the time. I add extra salt to things that don't need them because I like things to be salty. I just... My body craves it. <laughs> and Cheez-Its are the best, cheesiest, saltiest crackers you can find. They are so fucking good. All right. I fucking love Cheez-Its. Cheez-It, please sponsor me. <laughs> I will take sponsorship in the form of a lifetime supply of Cheez-Its, and I will spread the good word of Cheez-Its all across the land. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't know if that's going to get you endorsed. Um, a wholehearted endorsement for cheeses from Derek. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of day we're having here on True Neutral. All right. Um, I so love cheez its, I, man. I can't sit, I, well, cheez its are good. <laughs> All right. This feels like a weird multiverse, Derek, because you're endorsing a company, a corporation, no less. So that's just a good cracker. I just have, I have an appreciation for a good cracker, man. You should understand that I'm your friend. <laughs> I get that. You just endorsed a corporation publicly, and that's interesting. It is. I, I suppose it is. If I have to endorse a corporation, though, it's going to be a corporation that makes me cheesy, salty crackers. <laughs> Either that or one that makes me gummy bears. Yeah. Yeah, I would, yeah. Haribo, looking at you, buddy. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I've been playing multiverses. <laughs> I tried to set up a segue, and you just ate it. <laughs> ate it like a box of cheeses. Or a bag of gummy bears. <laughs> bag of gummy bears. <laughs> yeah, multiverses. I have heard some about this game. I've watched you play a couple rounds of it. Yeah, um, it's... It's a lot of fun. It's it feels like uh, uh, the comparison I keep going back to is it feels like uh, if Fortnite made Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and was endorsed by WB. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a, uh, it's got a bunch of HBO characters, like HBO like owned characters, uh, which includes Cartoon Network and uh, so and DC. And DC. So they've got, like, and, uh, Batman and Finn from Adventure Time and Steven from Steven Universe and Bugs Bunny, mm -hmm. Tom and Jerry. Um, apparently Rick and Morty are coming soon, so that'll be interesting to try and play. But, um... Do you think Rick and Morty... Because Tom and Jerry are partner characters. Like, you pick one, you pick both of them. Mm -hmm. Do you think Rick and Morty will be that way, or do you think they'll be separate characters? I think they'll probably be separate characters. I hope so. I, I believe they will. Um, but the, that'll be interesting to play. I don't know how they're going to incorporate the portal gun. It'll be fun to watch that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at your cat. <laughs> yeah, she's she's good. She's a good kitty. She's very sprawled out. <laughs> she just wants the belly bits. Um, yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun as far as just a brawler goes. It's still technically it's an open beta. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, there's a lot of weird things that happen from time to time, especially if you are on the experimental stages. Um, like platforms glitch in and you just fall around and then you just bounce. And it, it's just weird. Yeah. It's just yeah. weird stuff happens. It's beta stuff. Beta stuff. But um, when it plays smooth, it plays smooth, and it's a lot of fun. Um, 
the characters feel different. Like, I've been mostly maining Batman and Finn. I have noticed Batman. I've never seen you play a character that's not Batman. Well, I, that's because I paid 2,000 gold for him. I'm going to play him. <laughs> uh, but Finn was the base character I started with. Uh, mm-hmm. He's one of the free ones. And to be fair, you can play local play, and you can play as any of them. You don't have to unlock them for local play, which is nice. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Do you earn gold in local play, though? I don't think so. Yeah, see, that's the thing. So if you want to get the other characters, you got to play multiplayer. Yeah. If but, you want them for multiplayer, you got to play multiplayer. Yeah, but I've been playing pretty casually, and I've already got enough to get another character if I want it. So. Well, that's cool. Like, How many hours do you think you've put in? maybe two. Wow. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, like, it's not, it's really not a lot. Like, I, yeah, it's, like, I play it for a little bit. And, that's like, what it took me get to a couple beat of the challenges end of Fallen done. Order last night. I had to fight Trilla, like, fucking ten times before I beat her. <laughs> yeah, no, this is just, I play, like, three or four matches, get a couple challenges done, and then I, honestly, I should be playing Resident Evil 7 still, but, the, should be yes the, the 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 arkham series was on sale for ten dollars <laughs> the batman games are so short or the batman the the, the fucking resident evil games are so short <laughs> i just i beat both of them in less than 16 hours keenan <laughs> you can do those two before you play those three batman games Less than 16 hours to complete two full Resident Evil games. That's all I ask of you. The man that has taken four years to not watch Seven Psychopaths. Even though I let you borrow it and it's in your house. Yeah. Someone besides me yell at this man to finish his damn games and movies. I really do need to. I will... I will play Resident Evil tonight instead of <laughs> instead of Batman. Good. Be scared. Enjoy it. It's good for you. All Get right. that fucking heart rate going, buddy. Anyway, Multiverses is really good. When they finish it, it's probably going to be really, really good. I imagine so. And, uh... uh oh, yeah, Shaggy's in there. And yeah. Velma, but yeah. not Ultra Scooby. Instinct Shaggy? Uh, no. Oh, this... Shame. Why even put him in if you're not going to put in Ultra Instinct? I mean, I they might have him. I just haven't unlocked him at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, get on that. Yeah. Because I'm sure that's that's the that's where it's at. Velma's the tank. Every time I fought anybody who's playing as Velma, they fucking kick my ass. I think Velma was a very interesting choice for yeah. the game. It's I weird appreciate that they it. don't have Scooby. It is. Um. However, if is there a, is there like a Scooby Doo map or level? In, no. So, oh wait, yes. Yes? Yes. Is he in the background? Not that I saw. Okay. So it's just a haunted mansion. Either he will end up being in the background of it, or there will be another Scooby Doo map where he'll be in the background, or he'll be a DLC character uh, when the game gets finished. I think they're just gonna yeah, add more characters yeah. over time. Because they have access like one of the characters that's kind of a weird pick for this is Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, she's just in there. I feel like I just gave a very confused look in a lot of silence. Yeah, it it was it was that, but like, yeah, um, it's it. She's in there. 
I've never watched any Game of Thrones, so I have no Me either. I've got no frame about of that. I've got no frame of reference for her at all, but like it feels, it feels strange. It feels weird that she's in there. But yeah. But that also means that there'll be whatever the main bad guy of that show was, the the the, the snow guy, the the, the dead I, I, I don't I, I really have no idea, man. I don't know. There was some guy who's like a zombie but he's made out of snow or something and ice. I don't know. <laughs> but he'll probably be also a DLC character. I would hazard a guess. Put that on put that on the thing. Put that on the tick list. <laughs> the tick list. Oh the the tick list is just feels weird. The huh. tick list sounds like a really terrible C rate horror movie about a guy that kills people by tickling them. <laughs> He's the ticklist. The ticklist. Who named him? <laughs> he named himself that. That's awful. Well, you know, you write a letter. That's once so much worse than all the physical things he's done. All he does is tickle you till you die. You know, like, he's the ticklist. Awful. It only works on certain people. <laughs> so, like, you know, you got like a fifty-fifty shot. I feel like you'd get. I don't know, I guess if you did your research. That's a weird... This is a weird thought <laughs> Hypothetically, how would you react to the events of Gene Wilder vehicle, Willy Wonka, and the Chocolate Factory? The... Wait, how would I react to Gene Wilder himself? No, to the, the Gene vehicle? Wilder vehicle, Willy Wonka, and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, so, yeah, the thing they drive through... No, the... no, I was just calling the film a vehicle for Gene Wilder because that's what it was, but... <laughs> okay. I think I would be his friend. I think I would be Charlie. I, I... I don't uh, think... Uh, okay, I don't think you're understanding I, I am not. Okay, so how would you react to the f- to the films? To the to what happened in the film, so well, I, I guess we'll just go to the synopsis here. So the, the first thing that happens in the film is you go in and there's the there's the there's the wallpaper that you can. Oh, I, I, you eat the wallpaper. I, you I eat lick, it. I lick the shit out of that wallpaper. Right. I mean, if All it right. peels off and I can eat it, if it's edible, which I feel like it would be because it's already tasteable, <laughs> I feel like he would plan for that contingency. Then yes, I would eat it. <laughs> I think he would tell you to lick it, and then he would tell you to stop if you tried to eat it. I might still try to eat it. <laughs> um, and then the room that gets tiny, the hallway that gets tiny Yeah, as you go. it gets tiny, and then there's the itty-bitty door. Um, I think it'd be fun. I would try to crawl like an army man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, w- I would, I would, I would role-play an army man. I would get down in the bunkers and act like they're... Going off over me. I'm also imagining that I'm one of the kids that got the ticket and not one of the parents that yeah, was brought yeah. with them. Okay. <laughs> um, I felt like that was very relevant to. Relevant. relevant. <laughs> what is Revelatory? happening to me? <laughs> um. All right. So the the next the next area is uh, uh, pure the room, imagination. Yeah, the rumor everything's edible, yeah. which as literally everyone in that scene does you go ham yeah you, you go, eat everything you eat it you eat it you, you eat 
all of the things. Although I feel like each one of them kind of got stuck on a certain thing for too long, I would be going around trying little bits of everything I could find. Fair call. Anything I can get my hands on. Pulling up the grass, grabbing the fucking honeysuckle teacups, dipping my hands in the mushroom cream and grabbing a piece of that mushroom while I'm at it. (laughs) You knock down the ball that's a big gusher, you let it burst on your face and you just get as much of it in your mouth as you can. (laughs) Then you run over. You probably even try to grab some of the bark and a couple leaves off of the tree because he said everything's edible. Fucking try that shit too. Like everything. I'd be picking up a stone off the ground and like is this edible too <laughs> like you literally say, you have a song about how everything in here is edible like and then i Come laugh i point me. and laugh as the fat kid goes down the fucking tube <laughs> up the tube up the tube well down in and then up the tube i point and laugh and then i probably dance with the oompa loompas as they sing their song <laughs> I just probably keep eating, honestly. Also, uh, yeah, I'm. I I assume my pockets are full, and I'm munching as I'm going at this point. Yeah, I've picked like, blades of grass and a couple honeysuckle teacups and whatever. One pocket's just full of mushroom cream, and I'm just like dipping the other things in it as I go, <laughs> like a sauce. <laughs> like, I probably would like have grabbed one of the many things that were clearly like like one of the big flower petals or like one of the big leaves and just piled a bunch of candy in that like a big pouch like yeah so i didn't have to fill my pockets i didn't have time to think of that i was too busy eating candy (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i got more candy for longer so i have pocket candy Anyway, the next the next thing is the boat ride because I'm doing the same fucking thing as you on that room. I'm just going in um, and then I'm piling stuff into it. The boat ride thing. I am enjoying as well as being absolutely terrified the mm. entire way. That is one of the creepiest fucking things I have ever seen in my life, and imagining going through it is both amazing and horrifying at the same time. There's no earthly way of knowing. Ah, Gene Wilder's amazing. We're gonna get sued. Yeah. <laughs> so you, see that one? You're gonna get me with that one. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that is both amazing and horrifying at the same time, and I feel like that is the exact feelings that I would have going through that. <laughs> Oh. Also trying to dip some of my grass in the chocolate river as we stroll by. <laughs> <laughs> Leaning out the boat like, come on. <laughs> he's not gonna he's not gonna stop singing to yell at me. He's not supposed if to be. If, if you don't I'm not touching the river myself, the the grass is going in the river. <laughs> the grass is touching the river back there on the riverbank too. You can't get mad about this blade of grass touching the river. <laughs> yes, that's fair. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the the room after that is the is the the fizzy lifting drink room. Uh, fizzy lifting drink. Do you, do you sneak and try it? Do you even get in that situation, or you just move along with the group? Because I'm pretty sure I would honestly just move along with the group. I hear experimental fizzy lifting drink, and I'm like, that sounds exciting. I can't wait to try it when it's done. The difference is, is do we have an older grandparental figure peer pressuring us into trying it with them um 
Because if we do, it's going to be pretty hard for me to resist my grandpa telling me, come on, just try it with me. Because yeah, that's no. exactly what fucking happens in that movie. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I would probably cave to grandpa pressure. I would, I think I would, I wouldn't want to, but I would cave to grandpa pressure. Yeah, grand peer pressure. Yeah, grand peer pressure, yeah. <laughs> I think I would. I, I wouldn't want to. I'd be, I'd be upset with grandpapa. Yeah. But I I would drink it with him because yeah. he asked me to. Grandpapa hasn't gotten out of bed in 20 years. You going to tell him no? But he got out of the bed and danced. I'd have questions. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa Joe's a suspicious character. That's fair. <laughs> he just got out of he hasn't been out of bed for 20 years. He got out of clicks. Yeah, like are you kidding me? <laughs> There's an, uh, I don't care about your love for chocolate. That doesn't make your legs work like that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's fair. It's <laughs> a fair call. So I. So we're know, suspicious of grandpa, but we still cave to grand peer pressure. Yeah, well, I, I, if I'm imagining my grandpa, absolutely. Either of my grandparents, either of my grandpa. Yeah, yeah. I'm imagining my grandpa. I w- I think I would cave to grand peer pressure. Yeah. Um, so, so we're both drinking the fizzy lifting drink. We're getting uh, in trouble. You can fake burp, right? I could when I was a child. I cannot as an adult. Uh, I, it's I, gross and light, but I can still do it. I cannot as an adult. I'm incapable now. And you might get killed by the fan then. Um, no, because I'm imagining it as I am a child again. I think I believe I said that uh, at the you beginning. Did, you did say that. So I would be able to fake burp my way out of it. I'm kind of imagining this at my age, so I guess I guess my kid won the ticket. Oh, see, a- so... And you're also a child. Yeah, but that also means that you won't be caving to grand peer pressure because you won't be pressuring your child into doing that. Whereas I will be. See, <laughs> now now the paths differ. Yeah. Yeah, because I would absolutely be like, no, we're, we're not going to drink the fizzy lifting drink. I, the, this old Listen to crazy. this old guy. Yeah, this fucking guy is going to get himself kicked the fuck out of here. Come yeah. on, let's go. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to go ahead and just see what's next <laughs> so I, I, you guys would come back and uh, th- you'd catch up late we to missed the... an important part what do you miss what do we miss yeah. do we at any point tell anybody about the the gobstopper oh, oh the gobstopper Slugworth right. wants uh, we were confronted by Slugworth. I forgot about Slugworth. I Do totally we forgot. agree to work with Slugworth or not? Uh, I think Slugworth seems scary. And uh, yeah, him coming I rat up Slugworth to me, out. Huh? I, I agree to work with him and I ride him out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I tell Wonka. See, and I think I would, like, just... I would, like, almost ignore him because, like... A guy that comes up all creepy, like, after you get the ticket and tells you that he wants something out of this... Even as a kid, I'm like, uh, uh-uh. What's wrong with you? Yeah, that's weird. Hmm. So I think that I would just be predisposed to not work with him in general because that's creepy. Yeah. Fair call. Fair call. Uh, yeah, I would absolutely be like, yeah, sure, dude, whatever. And then, like, hey, Wonka, there's creepy dude trying to get you Gobstopper or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, would be, it wouldn't even be a thing for me. I'd be like, well, that dude's real weird and you approach me funny and like you're trying to steal. Mm-hmm. I know all of those things are wrong. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even at the ripe old age of ten. Like, this is strange. Dude, look, I, I barely figured it out, but I'm 29 years old and you need to back the fuck up. <laughs> also, I guess an, another another thought to have, when you find the ticket and people are offering you hundreds of dollars for a ticket and you know that your family is very poverty-stricken, do you keep the ticket or do you sell it for the $500 that people in the candy shop offer? Even though the candy shop guy is like, run, Charlie, run home and never look back. <laughs> Do you, I mean, that's I a, because that's a valid question. He knows that his family can barely afford a loaf of bread and a head of cabbage. That's what they eat for dinner most nights. Yeah. $500 would change their life. So what a chocolate factory. They don't know that's the prize. You yeah. get a tour of the chocolate factory. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think reasonably I would like as an adult if I found that ticket I'd be like what snack do you want bud because we're going to eat a good snack tonight yeah yeah I'm selling that ticket you're selling the ticket yeah, yeah like, I'm, I, I mean I'm, I'm going to auction it I'm not going to take the first fucking offer at the candy shop but oh yeah 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 but like got, you I like, got a golden ticket you, motherfuckers you it, know it's, weight, it's worth way more than it's weight in gold yeah all you know about the ticket is like it gets you a tour for the chocolate factory, whereas you know you can sell this ticket for a life-changing amount of money. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna sell it for a life-changing amount of money. Cause it's like, it's just, but there's yeah, there's no guarantee of anything. It's just like that tour. It would be really exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah, because it's, it's abs- the mystery of the thing. It's, nobody ever goes in. Nobody ever comes out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, so it would be exciting, but no, yeah, that's a that's a good call. I don't even get to take this tour because I I've sold the ticket. I think I might have sold the ticket too. Yeah. We should finish the tour, but it's <laughs> it's an interesting thought line. Yeah. Uh but yeah. And I ride out Slugworth and then uh the next stop on the tour is I'm pretty sure the 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 weird boat. The vehicle the, the that vehicle. I thought you were talking yeah. about in the first place. Yeah, yeah, that The thing. one that makes all the noise, and then they go through the squeegee machine that pops them out the other side. Oh, yeah, it's actually the thing that makes the Everlasting Gobstopper. Remember, it pops out the thing. No, the that's a different machine Are in you a sure? different room, I am sure. Okay. They Because they, they all hop onto this big Dr. Seuss-esque yeah. car, yeah. and they drive it, and then they all get hit by, like, the shaving cream and stuff, and then they go through the car wash, and they come out all squeaky clean on the other side. Yeah. And then they put on the suits, and then after that, they go into the television room, yeah, the where the little kid gets sh- shrunk down into Mike the TV. TV. Mike TV. Yeah. yeah, he gets shrunk down, which is crazy room. I would be eating the giant chocolate bar. Yeah. Or the small chocolate bar. Like, would, the I, giant one turned small. I would not be afraid of, like, the radioactive whatevers. I'd be like, yeah. it tastes like chocolate. Yeah, I would I would want to see if it tasted like chocolate. I'd be like, hey, hey pass me over a piece. I want to see yeah, if it tastes yeah, like chocolate. Yeah, yeah, I'd be sharing that shit. Yeah. Uh, Here, strange adult man, of course <laughs> you can have some chocolate. Well, I'm on a tour with you, so that's <laughs> I like your kid. He's my friend now. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's weird. That's a 
weird thing to say. Uh, yeah, so yeah, the... the it's also te- not tr- untrue. It's not untrue, it's just a weird thing to say like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this context, it works, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then from there, they go to the room where Violet turns Violet, right? Right. And that is the room with the gum. Yeah. And then after a- she leaves... No, wait. Don't. Don't. (laughs) Wait. Don't. As he... Just waiting to see what happens. (laughs) I'm actually really interested to see what happens. Oompa Loompa physiology might be different than human physiology. I need a human test subject for this anyway. (laughs) Nope. Take her to the juicer. Same thing. Damn it. Apparently the physiology is the same. Um... (laughs) And then he starts wondering, like, can humans and Oompa Loompas make crossbreeds? <laughs> like, uh, oh, no. <laughs> I think I see a whole new workforce in my future. Boy, take this factory. <laughs> I have work to do. <laughs> I'll still be here. In the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, and then from after Violet gets sent off to the juicers, I believe it's either in that room or the next room where... It's the, it's the, I think the next room is the, the golden goose. The golden goose room. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Veruca Salt. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. She goes down because she's a bad egg. The only good part of the Johnny Depp version of, of Willy Wonka was the Veruca Salt song. The Oompa Loompa Veruca Salt song was really good. Uh. My friends and I world. actively listen to I that. want the whole world. No, yeah, that song is really good from the original. Yeah. But the the one where she goes down the tube, and they're like, Baruka salt, the little brute, just gone down the garbage chute. It's, it, I don't know, it's really good. Me and my friends, when we were in middle school and early high school, like, one of my friends had that soundtrack on his computer for some reason, and that was the only song we actively would re-listen to when we played RuneScape at three in the morning. (laughs) That's fun. Um, so for all of these rooms, I feel like I'm just kind of being entertained and eating pocket candy, (laughs) because at this point, I feel like, oh, all these other kids are just kind of piecing themselves out. Yeah, I'm, I'm just stopping Tevin from walking in front of things. Yeah. And, and like, also, the, um, I find it interesting that all the people that got them were, were children. I yeah. feel like Wonka, like, posited them in places where he felt like children would get them. Yeah. Because, can you, like, an adult could have very easily gotten one of the tickets. Even in the the original movie, that was a thing. Like, some yeah. an adult faked getting one of the tickets to try to go there. Or yeah. whatever. Um, well, technically, the... Veruca Salt didn't find her ticket. No, no. Uh, her dad's was... factory of workers found the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah you're right. You're right. Hmm. Interesting. The rest of them were pretty random. But Fat Kid ate a lot of chocolate. Yeah. Mike TV went off of commercials, I guess. He he said something about like how he was able to ch- pinpoint 
in the original one, he talks about oh, yeah. how he was specifically able to. It was easy. All I did was blah, 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 and he pinpointed where one should be, and he was able to find one. He, yeah, he by, gamed by, the by system by watching TV. Yeah, he gamed yeah. the system by watching TV. Yeah, Veruca Salt was rich. Yep. Violet was a. How did she just get lucky? How did she get one? I don't know. Because she was a world champion... Gum chewer. Gum chewer. Yeah. But that doesn't really explain how she found a ticket. No. She's just like, well, I like chewing gum a lot, and so I figured, why not switch to chocolate for a while? And, yeah. And she found a ticket. Like, that's the... Out of all the backstories, that's the weakest one, yeah. I think. Besides literally Charlie happening upon one in a poverty section of the slums of, I assume, London. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly, yeah, but... It, some cobblestone laden ground. So, yeah. So, no, I I think for a lot of these rooms, I'm just kicking back watching. Yeah. Just enjoying, eating my pocket candy, you know... Just, just really having a, a a gay old time watching these kids take themselves out. <laughs> yeah, I think I would have been really interested in the TV room and probably would have asked a lot of questions, but that would have been about it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. There's a lot of science behind that TV room that he doesn't really <laughs> want to talk about. Yeah, but it's there. He kind of just brushes past a lot of it, so I'd be. You know, actually, like... I wouldn't want to talk to Willy Wonka about it because I feel like he's just the idea man. Let's talk to the Oompa Loompas. They're the technicians behind all of this. You know, that's a fair point. They're building <laughs> everything. They definitely would know how it worked. Yeah. What's the next room? I hope that the Oompa Loompas only speak to you in song rhyme, no matter what. Like, that would be so good. I'd like it if they all had just like a helium voice when they weren't singing. <laughs> just totally wrong. Um, um, the next room after that is uh, the what? The, the next room after that might be towards the end. Yeah. In one of those rooms, he shows off the the everlasting gobstopper. Yeah. I don't remember which one of the rooms it is, but it's one of those rooms where he shows off the everlasting gobstopper. Mm-hmm. I have to say, another thing that I'm remembering now out of the, the newer one that I really appreciated was when they're floating by all the different rooms that they can't go in, and they see the cow that's hung up on from the ceiling, and they're whipping it with bullwhips, <laughs> and, and they're milking it at the same time as they're whipping it, and everyone's like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, it's whipped cream. <laughs> that's okay, good. that's funny. <laughs> Visual gag played to great effect. That's funny. Um, I think we're getting towards the end, and I think how this is ending is that you and Tevin get a chocolate factory because me and Papa um, drank the busy lifting drink yeah. and broke the we breached contract. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, because we we like I just held Tevin back. Yeah. He probably would have fucked up. But yeah, yeah, we me me and my Papa get booted out of the the chocolate factory while you and your son get to go on a ride in the golden elevator. Glass elevator. Glass elevator. The golden glass elevator. <laughs> um, which takes you this ways and that ways and anyways and sideways and diagonal ways and anyways you want to go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Alright. Fuck yeah. You win. You win the chocolate factory, Keenan. Congratulations. Um, mostly because you went in as an adult and yeah. didn't have a grandparent with you. Yeah. I didn't get grandparent pressured. 
anyway, my dog is yelling nonstop. We've been going for an hour. I think we're going to call it... Uh, we're going to call it True Neutral. True Neutral. Uh, find us at True Neutral Pod on Twitter. Uh, Mr. Dab himself on the Twitter is um, my my handle over here. And then uh, at True Neutral or True Neutral Pod at gmail.com. Um, True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. Trinity Studios on YouTube. Yep. And then um, check out the old disappointing band, disappointing at best on both the Facebook and the YouTube. Yeah. I've been Derek. I'm Keenan, I guess. And um, have a good night. Yeah. And a pleasant tomorrow. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye bye.